I don't know if anyone uh, is familiar with you black, but Uplifting Black Liberation and Communities, it is a organization of women, community members, black women who came together after the Seville Smith incident, the events that occurred after that, just trying to protect our youth at Sherman Park. And it really brought us together what we ended up doing after that was continuing to have meetings, continuing to try and figure out what we needed to change in Milwaukee so this doesn't happen again. So what we ended up doing was coming together to really finalize everything. So we were like, "What? who are we? You black. What are we doing? We are uplifting each other. We are supporting each other. We are trying to make change. We are making change. And what we've been doing for the past like year or so since we launched um, online technically was um, doing community potlucks, trying to get the community together to really inform each other, but also making sure that we are working in solidarity. So not only um, supporting each other's movements, but also making sure that our calendars are not colliding because we don't want to overwork ourselves, making sure that we're supporting each other with skills and stuff. So I, if I have skills in marketing, I'm going to make sure that you got those skills as well. If you have connections to donations or whatever the case may be, then I'm going to need that support, right? Like making sure that we are collaborating on these types of things. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Thank you all for coming. You all are beautiful. Just wanted to um, get that out there, and I am a little nervous, so I need y'all to help me. <laughs> um, we chose Victory Over Violence Park because of the heartfelt mission in which it was established. It was founded by the great Janetta Robinson and her mother, who was also a civil rights activist, Claretta, Claretta Mother Freedom, Mother Freedom, in case y'all didn't hear that, Simpson, as support to troubled teens. Um, it later became a space for the community to promote peace. So we saw it fitting to host it here for all of us, you know, to get together to promote peace. That's exactly the message that we want. Today in Washington, there is a march for racial justice being held on the National Mall and the Department of Justice. Within that march is the Black Women's Blueprint. They are the Black Women's Blueprint is hosting a march for black women. So those that couldn't make it to Washington, D.C., they asked folks to get together in their respective cities and hold their own march to salute black women. We are standing in solidarity with them as we continue to be faced with racism, white supremacy, as well as an abolishment of our civil and our basic human rights. In 1919, there was a gentleman by the name of Robert L. Hill. He was a black farmer in the South um, in a vicinity called Elaine, which is in, let me get it right, Phillip County, Arkansas. So what Robert L. Hill did was he decided that them being sharecroppers and um, growing their crops and things that they wanted to be not only paid on time, but they wanted to be paid. Some of them wasn't getting paid, and they were just, um, you know, just doing it, just handed it to them, so to speak. So on September 30th, 
he gathered about a hundred black men and they went to a church in the vicinity of Elaine in Phillips County in Arkansas. Upon their arrival, there was two white deputies a and a trustee, a black trustee. So when the two white deputies got there and the white trustee, um, shots were fired. They didn't know where the shots came from. And so one of the deputies went back and they alerted the officials. And after that, there became a massive, what they would call a group of lowdown white individuals. Um, in my definition, I felt the lowdown meant that they were common folk just as we were back then. So they came together and they decided to go hunt for the people, the blacks that wanted to be productive, that were wanted to meet together, that wanted to make a difference. And they started hunting them down. And after that, there were between five white men killed and 100 to 237 black people. Um, it is also alleged to believe that that number may be more and it might have totaled up to about 800 black folks that were killed that day. And so that day became known as the Elaine Race Riot. So if you want to check it out, the Elaine Race Riot, it is considered the deadliest race riot and racial conflict in all of United States history, which is why I think it is very much fitting for us to be here today on this day on September 30th. So if we don't let our voices be heard. The same thing that they met together for that day will be all for nothing because actually, if you think about it, that's exactly why we're meeting today. Same script, different cast. So what I want to say, if we don't stand together, shout together, or talk together, we will not be able to walk together. Thank you. All right, so next up we have Gwen Moore, our amazing, amazing first African-American woman congresswoman. Thank you, Ania. Yeah. Let me congratulate all of the organizers for uh, really pulling this together on the 20th anniversary of the uh, uh, Million Woman March. Uh, you Black, Uplifting Black Liberation and Community, something that like a phoenix rolls out of the tragic death of one of our children, Seville Smith. And from that tragedy rose this organi organization, uh, Still They Rise. And they're leading this march today, recognizing black women's issues and emphasizing black women's empowerment and solidarity with other women as well. So I wanna acknowledge all my fellow elected officials here. Thank you for standing up and standing with ordinary, regular people. I'm so happy to be here in Victory Over Violence Park because indeed, Janetta Robinson was my Sunday school teacher when I was five and six years old. I was an employee of hers, a friend of hers, and again, this victory over Violet Spark has come yet again as a phoenix rising from the ashes of tragedy from the violence that Janetta Robinson experienced in her own family. And to be able to have a safe space for us to have conversations about 
how to get over here today. I can tell you that uh, it's been mentioned that this is in solidarity with the march in Washington, D.C. And I'm glad that, the, that there's some presence of press here to take note of our acknowledging. This is in commemoration of hundreds of black people who were murdered in the Elaine massacre of Elaine, Arkansas on September 30th during the red summer of 1919, where massacres and lynching was conducted by vicious white mobs and soldiers as they swept through black communities without restraints or repercussions. And that resistance seems so relevant today. I'm talking about something that happened in 1919, and we're still forced to gather and to kneel and everything else because that just every generation is called upon to do its part in its time. And every race and all genders are required to stand against injustice because Martin Luther King Jr. said it best, injustice anywhere is injustice everywhere and to us all. Milwaukee, it is very relevant that we're gathering here. There's no need for us to get on buses and go to Washington, D.C. We got enough to talk about right here in the Milky Way. Milwaukee has continued to be one of the most segregated cities in the United States of America. We just had a man named Matthew Desmond get a Pulitzer Prize for writing a book called Evicted to talk about the housing, the dearth of low and affordable and decent housing in the city of Milwaukee for, for or poor people. The infant mortality rate, especially among black women, it rivals those of the emerging world. We want to talk about some place off in Afghanistan or Syria. Think Milwaukee, Wisconsin, when you think about infant mortality. And I'm telling you, babies and women ain't all right. The community ain't all right. We're real happy that in this neighborhood, these neighbors forced there to be a fresh food market right there at the corner because we have some of the worst food deserts in the United States. And of course, we see mass incarceration of black women edging up exponentially, which should be alarming to us since black women have been the centerpiece of our disability of our families. We already are experiencing the highest incarceration rate among African-American men in Wisconsin in the world. In the world, and now we see uh, that occurring among black women as well. We also know that women disproportionately experience the ravages of poverty and anger and frustration and die through domestic violence. Boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, estranged partners, and black females are four times more likely than other women to be killed in these intimate relationships gone bad. We have higher experiences of rape and sexual assault. And we have fewer resources upon which to lean. 
But the good news about this is that we know, and as Minister uh, Louis Farrakhan has told us, a nation can rise no higher than its woman. And we just came back from the Congressional Black Caucus where the theme was taken from the famous Maya Angelou's speech, Still I Rise. And that has been the story of black women all over the world, all over the country, and is certainly a story of Milwaukee black women. And I just want to recite just a few of the lines of this beautiful poem by the great poet laureate Maya Angelou, 1928 to 2014. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trot me in the very dirt, but still, like dust, I'll rise. Did you want to see me broken? Bowed head and lowered eyes, shoulders falling down like teardrops weakened by my soulful cries. Does my haughtiness offend you? Don't you take it awful hard, cause I laugh like I've got gold mines digging in my own backyard. You may shoot me with your words, you may cut me with your eyes, you may kill me with your hatefulness, but still, like air, I'll rise. And let me tell you something, when they start wanting to cut Medicaid, when they want to cut SSI, oh yeah, when they want to make you feel like a criminal because your family qualifies for food stamps, when they want to make you feel like you're a taker instead of a maker because you depend on your social security that you've worked for all your life, tell them this, out of the huts of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past that's rooted in pain, I rise. I'm a black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise into a daybreak that's wondrously clear, I rise. Bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave, I am the dream and the hope of the slave. I rise, I rise, I rise. I rise. Thank you.